0: It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears presented by Eminem Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Friday. Welcome in Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Carnage. John Spears in studio. Justin Kalin. A.K.A. Scooter Dingus on the other side of the glass. Good, a- good uh, afternoon, Justin. Good afternoon, John. You sounding good? Yeah, I you're, don't you're feel almost good. back
1: to normal. I don't know. I don't feel good. Your voice I, is almost back to normal. I had a
0: friend that said, you know, when you get this COVID, you, your coughs will come and go for a month. Uh, you'll feel good one day, bad the next. This is bad day. I mm. almost called in today. I sound fine. Yeah, the voice is back almost, but uh, just don't feel good. Just don't feel like myself. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, thank you. It's Friday, the weekend. da 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 da, da. doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I'm supposed to go to a wedding tomorrow night. I don't think I'm going to make it. That's an easy out. Uh, it's, well, It's I, I hate it. You know, a friend of mine's daughter. And, and I hate not making it. I, I'll send the obligatory gift, but, um, you know, my, my grandson's got a 4 o'clock uh, t-ball game tomorrow. It's first one. I'll make it. Yeah, you can go to that. I'll be there. Whew. I'm dreading it. You going to stand on outside the
1: outfield fence, wait for the uh, home Yell at ball? the coaches,
0: yell at the umpires. Sure, it's T-ball. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not that guy. Not going to be that guy. Never have been, never will be. I've seen those people. I don't like them. Uh, but it's T-ball's first game. Very excited. Uh, little Owen, four years old. And look, he hits it. He runs correctly to the right base. He keeps running. He doesn't have to be told, hey, go on or keep running. He keeps running. So, uh, he's ready to go. Now, he will pick daisies in the outfield from time to time.
1: It is tough to watch kids that age. I baseball. love it. Uh,
0: they have a 30-minute warm-up. So, 30 minutes of just teaching them things and then a 30-minute game. So, I think it's, that's a pretty good way to do it. And we're not keeping a score. You know, I, participation trophy, I'm okay in T-ball with a participation trophy. Does your daughter keep score? Uh, she may, I don't know, we'll, we'll find out what kind of, uh, sports mom she is starting tomorrow. I've met a lot of T-ball parents over the years that will secretly sit there and keep score. So I got that. Uh, other than that, I don't plan on doing anything this weekend. Watch some more golf. Good for you. Uh, the RBC heritage, by the way, Rory McElroy uh, docked 3 million. Oof. Did you see this? I did. First of all, it's out of 12 billion that he's getting for being part of the player impact group. So is he just getting nine instead of 12, or is, is this really going to hurt him? I don't think it's going to hurt him. He's missing his second event that is mandatory by the uh, PGA that these top 20 players play in. He already missed the Century Tournament of Champions, so that's the one you get to miss. You get opt-out of one of these events. He's now opted out of a second. He hasn't given a reason. He didn't make the cut at the Masters at Augusta. I said on this show, I think he might have been hurt a little bit. Something's wrong there. Uh, but he hasn't disclosed anything, any reason for not being uh, at this tournament. Uh, and he's going to dock $3 million. I, I give the PGA credit because he's the face of the PGA now. Yeah. With all these guys going to live, and and he's the guy that gets up in front of the cameras and says what the PGA wants him to say and how he feels about Live Golf and all of that. And for them to say, yes, he's the face of our brand, but we're going to dock him $3 million, that's a big step.
1: I don't know if I could be hurt or sick or anything enough to miss out on $3 million. <laughs> Granted, I don't have Rory's bankroll, but still, I don't. Three $3 million, I'll do anything. $3 million. Now, how does that work? Because I didn't think they got – paid out that's what was confusing there's for a me. player impact program yeah but doesn't they they don't get paid from that till the end of the year right the end
0: of the year is and that the one where they like
1: it, the top 10 mentions or whatever
0: basically 3 million will be withheld from whatever he's supposed to get at the end gotcha of the year. okay and apparently it's 12 million at the end of the year so that's like the social media interaction thing right i guess okay i guess i don't know there's a lot that goes into it here yeah but all of a sudden the pga found some money right when Liv got serious, the PGA, oh, yeah, we found some money. We're going to put some more money into these tournaments, and we're going to have better players playing in these marginal tournaments uh, like the RBC Heritage. This is an interesting one because on the on the heels of the Masters, right? You get done playing the Masters. Let's say you're John Rom. You just won the Masters. You're expected to be four days later playing in this RBC Heritage. And I'm sure John Rahm doesn't want to be playing this week. I'm sure he doesn't want to. But, you know, he could use the one exemption here and not play in this tournament. Uh, I don't know. I think he's playing. Uh, You bet on him. Is he playing? He is. Yeah, he is playing. But he, he didn't want to play in this thing. And I think Rory, probably same thing. You know what? I didn't play well in Augusta. I need to tune my game a little bit. Let's practice. Let's work on some things. Let's skip this tournament. Okay, but it's going to cost you $3 million. Yikes. Jack Nicholas might not have made $3 million in his career in earnings. Arnie didn't, I can tell you that. He, John Rahm actually 5-under today. Yikes. So he's a – He might not want to play. He's just good. <laughs> yeah, he is good. Yeah, I don't feel like being here, there's another birdie.
1: By the way, I was looking up when I was placing all my golf bets, you know. I only had Rahm and Scheffler playing, so I was debating, do I bet a third guy? And I went all the way down to the bottom. What did I tell you? I went, J- just wait. I got what one. did I say? I got one better for you. Right. Just wait. I'm, I go all the way down to the bottom. I'm looking at top fives, top tens. First name and only name I go to on the bottom, Jimmy Walker. Plus, top ten Ooh. was plus 60,000 dudes in second place right now. Jimmy tied, for a, tied for first.
0: Tad for first. Tad for first. Plus 60,000. Yeah. 600, 600 to one. one. Pretty stupid. Didn't bet it, I'm guessing. Didn't bet it, no. I told you just go find the first 20 to one golfer and bet it. But you I, went with JT. I right? ended up going with JT, yeah. which I, is The other option wise. is I know what your theory is. You're betting the three great golfers. Just don't bet a third golfer. You don't have to bet a third golfer. I wasn't going to, but temptation's hard. Eminem yeah. Cardinals Highline's open, 384 1450. If you'd like to join in on this riveting conversation about T ball and the RBC heritage, 384 <laughs> uh, 1450. Thornton's Text line open as well, 502 414 1450. If you're looking for an icy cold thirst quencher to keep your day going in the right direction, right now, 32-ounce fountain drinks and smaller, only 89 cents at Thornton's. You heard that right, 89 cents. Coming today, grab a fountain drink from Thornton's and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. We will go over the entire NBA slate here, two games tonight, elimination games, to decide who gets to play Milwaukee and Denver in the playoffs. Yikes. Uh, we'll look at the odds. Uh, Scooter brought up some things to me before the show that I didn't realize. One of which is the uh, Grizzlies are favored to beat the Lakers, yep. but the Lakers have better odds to win the championship than the Grizzlies did. Correct.
1: Grizzlies 18 to 1, Lakers 14 to 1.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Bucks are plus 275, Celtics are plus 325. The Suns, Phoenix, who is the four seed in the West, is the third choice to win it all. At plus 425, that's what happens when you add Kevin Durant late in the season. Uh, but like you said, Grizzlies are a two seed. They're 18 to one. The Nuggets are a one seed. They're 10 to one. Sheesh. That seems high. They are the third pick in the West behind the Suns and the Warriors. The Warriors, by the way, are the first team in 35 years to be minus 200 or better as a six seed over a three seed. Now, part of that is people believe in the Warriors. People believe in Steph Curry, Steve Kerr, uh, Clay Thompson. Andrew Wiggins is back, although we don't know what role he'll be in. He's back. And people do not believe in the Sacramento Kings. They just don't. I don't know if that's right or not, but uh, the Kings are a good team. But again, Scooter, you get into this thing, you haven't proven it in the playoffs. Yeah. Show me what you can do in the playoffs, then maybe your odds will be better next year. That's because they haven't been in the playoffs. That's what that boils down to. When you said yesterday, uh, "Hey, first time Californ- California team's been in the playoffs since whenever," since so, they all joined yeah, the same. Sacramento's state. never been in the playoffs. <laughs> Let's go to the M&M Carnage Hotline. Bring David in early today. Hello, David.
2: Yeah, thanks for taking my call, sure. uh, John and Justin, as always. So notice that they talk about the NBA playoffs that are coming on this time of year interesting like i said it just seems like i've 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 really gotten you know just to where i i really enjoy the warriors for some reason i don't know why it is but it's just interesting about that franchise you know that just all of a sudden it it's like you know you, you find in, in in the press the lakers get a lot of it right with lebron there and Different oh, things with yeah. the Lakers sure, and injuries and all that, but yet there's something about the Warriors, you know, that just, you know, that's just really fascinating what they can do, you know, year in year out, or maybe even if they have the off year, they might be off a couple of years, but they they win you know, a title,
0: they bring in yes. Kevin Durant, they win another title, they get rid of Kevin Durant, they win another title, yeah. I mean, it's it's really an amazing dynasty that's been led. By, you know, Clay Thompson is out for. A, Almost two years with an injury, and yeah, yet they know. Come, they win a title last year. Um, well, well,
2: one one year they lost incredible. the title was when with Toronto that that won that one title that one time. Yeah, the, the, the yep. Raptors. Yeah, uh,
0: the, the shot that hit the side of the rim and somehow found its way in in the in the semifinals. <laughs> uh, wow, Kawhi, yeah, Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard, it, it, wasn't it? Yeah, incredible. What,
2: what's what's Kawhi Leonard uh, these days? Where's he playing at? He's, a, these he's days? with the
0: Clippers. He's with the Clippers. Okay. And if Paul George is healthy, and that's a big question mark, Clippers, they got Phoenix. That's a 4-5 matchup in the first round. That's a pretty fun matchup. If Paul George can play at all, and I'm not sure he can right now. Yeah. But Phoenix is healthy. Durant's healthy. Booker's healthy. Chris Paul's ready to go. Uh, Phoenix is the, the favorites in the West right now to come out of that Western Conference as the four seed, which you don't see very often.
2: Because I thought Phoenix would have been higher seed than that, based on what they did a couple well, of years ago, you know ago, right? they
0: didn't have Durant. They lost. Uh, they they traded some guys away. Booker was out for quite a while. Uh, De- DeAndre Ayton has been good and bad. you, know, you never know what you're going to get. So they struggled through the regular season. But when you add Kevin Durant, I mean, that just that changes everything.
2: Oh yeah, that yeah, that's for sure. Kevin Durant. He's a. I guess you could say he's a franchise, you know, just maker. Or he can make a, you know he's a game changer I he guess you pu- he could say, puts right? you
0: over the edge that's what he does yeah he puts that's you what I was if, if you Kevin really Durant good, yeah, that's if you're really saying. good get Kevin Durant and he puts you over the edge the problem is it didn't work in Brooklyn it didn't work at the beginning of his of his career at Oklahoma City really the only place it's worked well, when he got to the Warriors right has been Golden State that's the only I place know it. it worked yeah. Uh, now, yeah. will it work in Phoenix? We're we're going to we're about a month away from finding out if it works in Phoenix or not. Thank you, David. Yeah, sure. Appreciate the call. Uh, yeah, these odds are, are crazy. We got elimination games tonight. Now the East is Chicago at uh, Miami, seven o'clock. Both these games are on TNT. Miami's a five and a half point favorite tonight, Scooter. Um, do the Bulls have more magic? Because they they pulled a rabbit out of a hat the other night.
1: I don't know if the Bulls win this game, but I do like them to cover. I, we talked about it a couple days ago. I mean, they they have all the talent.
0: There you have got, been four games so far. All four underdogs have covered. Covered, really? Two of them have won. Both ten seeds won. Well, there you go. That's maybe that's why I like the five and a half. All four underdogs have covered. I just think
1: the trio of Levine and DeRozan, and then you add in Vucevic, who's been playing really well.
0: They're I think they cover that. Levine had thirty nine the other mm-hmm. night. Uh, there's a prop bet with him getting over 25 tonight which I like cuz he's going to take over. If they're winning it's going to be because of him and if they're losing he's going to try to take over like he did last the other night against uh Toronto. Yeah. So, Chicago at Miami tonight over or under 208 and a half. Oof. That's yeah, lower than the other that night. That is low. That is and it went over the other other night barely. Uh 2 I think it went 214. Do you go by the mindset of if they go that low, they can't go low enough? Big Al the Fish would tell you that. Okay. That, that is so low that you have to bet the under, would be Big Al the Fish. You know me, I can't do that. And I usually lose because of it. <laughs> uh, the second game tonight, 9 30, the Western Conference uh, elimination game, Oklahoma City with the upset win, I guess. Upset question mark the other night in New Orleans. Uh, they will be in Minnesota. Rudy Gobert is back. I don't know if it makes that big of a difference. Uh, Obviously, Oklahoma City doesn't play with a big man. So they're not going to try to challenge Gobert at the rim. Shea Gilgis Alexander is going to do his thing. Tony Burke mentioned it yesterday. He leads the league in points in the paint. He's a point guard. Mm -hmm. So he's going to get inside and get his. Giddy will shoot it from outside. they got a couple of different guys that will shoot the three. They rebound as a team. Uh, on the defensive end, so you can't allow Gobert to get putbacks and things like that. Minnesota's five and a half. I still think they're a train wreck. Even though they should have beaten the Lakers the other night. I still think Minnesota is a just a disaster they're a dumpster fire right now. I think Oklahoma City covers it. Five and so. a half here Yeah, again, also.
1: That's the same number they were the other night and they ended up winning outright pretty yeah.
0: pretty easily. And so. I'm gonna go ahead and give my picks. I, I hate to do this. I agree with Scooter. I'm taking a, oh, taking boy. points in both games. That oh, is, boy. That screams Beth. The By face. the way,
1: why mm-hmm. in the heck does that second game tonight, a Friday night, mind you, yep. start at 930, whereas on Tuesday and Wednesday nights, the late game didn't start till 10? Make that make sense.
0: Uh, well, Tuesday and Wednesday. Wednesday, I know, was on ESPN. So ESPN has to have their Stephen A. Smith, uh, Mike Wilbon show <laughs> that lasts 45 minutes longer than it should. Uh, that's part of it. Uh, I don't know the answer to that TNT tonight. So you'll have uh, Charles and Kenny and Shaq in the pregame. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Minnesota, maybe they just it's it's Minnesota. It's not LA. That's true. It's That's Minnesota. Bad maybe they just said, look, yeah. we don't want to get started that late. Yeah. We're gonna be we're gonna lose anyway. <laughs> Let's get it over with. Uh, all right, we'll uh, we'll take a break. I do want to look at all these numbers for the uh, NBA playoffs. Who the favorites are? We'll check the. Uh, schedule for Saturday is set. Schedule for Sunday is kind of set. We still don't know who's going to play the Nuggets and who's going to play uh, the Bucks, but we'll uh, check into all of that. The Commanders are going to be sold by Daniel Snyder. We'll talk about that. Uh, a All Star got pulled from the game last night for not knowing how many outs there were. We'll get to that. The Razor thirteen and zero, folks. See if you can guess without looking it up where they rank in Major League Baseball attendance. They're 13-0. We'll talk about that and more. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Anywhere y'all, everywhere y'all. I heard it, I heard it, I heard it on the X. Welcome back. On Sports presented by m and John Spears in studio. Is this the last break? Is this the final segment? I'm I'm just beat up. No, we got one more. Oh, man. Eminem, well. I love this show. <laughs> M&M hotline is open, 384-1450. To join in on the conversation, 502-384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Hey, don't forget the Big X Sports Radio Golf Card 2023 is now available. This year's card features... Old Capitol Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, Wooded View, Park Mammoth, which is new, and uh, Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana. You can play these great courses for under $25 a round. Supply is limited. Get yours today at BigXSportsRadio.com, or you can call 812-725-1457. That is the 2023 Big X Radio Sports Golf Card. Big X Sports Radio, I should say. Golf great, great value. Great value. Get yours today. Justin, you probably stole one. You're, you're going to use it, right? I didn't steal one. I'm sorry. Borrowed one. I may have borrowed one. All right. The Rays are 13-0. Guess where they rank in Major League Baseball attendance out of 30 teams.
1: This is fun. I got this. They are number – I have not seen it. Okay. So when I nail
0: this, I they are number 22. Twenty seventh. Oh. Oakland's probably worse. I'm going to get. I don't know who's worse. I'm going to guess Pittsburgh. No, that's a beautiful park. Even okay. when the team stinks, people want to go there. Yeah. How are you? Thirteen and zero, and nobody's coming to the game.
1: There's so much other things to there do. There was nobody
0: at the game the other night. They're going uh, two, last night, yesterday, one ten in the afternoon. I get it. It's a work day. Blah blah blah. There's nobody there. They're trying to tie a Major League Baseball record for season opening wins yesterday. It's, Nobody's it, there. It's always been like that in
1: Tampa, and it always will be. They, the Rays are always going to be behind the Bucs and the Lightning. And with the Lightning yesterday having a game, ending their regular season, I don't. I, yeah, I don't, there's just so much more to do in Tampa. Dickie, I wonder if Dickie V was there. He's a he's season ticket. He up. is. You ever been to that park, by the no, way? No, I have not. It's pretty cool. But yeah, I, yeah, Kentucky played basketball there. Did they?
0: Yeah,
1: I went. Uh, I went one time. This was probably six, seven years ago. It was really cool. So there was a massive thunderstorm outside during the game, and you could like see the lightning through the roof and hear the
0: thunder, but we were still playing baseball. It was awesome. So you're not gonna get rained on. You still don't go. Twenty seventh out of thirty teams. That's horrible. Probably thirteen and
1: zero. It, did they, is their field still really bad? like patchy just different colors everywhere.
0: Yeah, yeah, it looks that way. Yeah, I watched it's part of the game yesterday. It's awful.
1: Uh, I don't know how you can have a field that bad when it's indoors.
0: They trailed 3 to 1 last night yesterday and came back and beat Boston 9 to 3. Uh, they will play in Toronto tonight to try to break the record. 13 and 0 is the Major League record. The Braves did it in 82 and the Brewers when they were back in the American League matched it in 1987. They both had 13 wins to start the season. Tampa will be at Toronto tonight. Drew Rasmussen, who's two and zero and hasn't allowed an earned run, goes for the Rays. Juan Jose Barrios for uh, Toronto, zero and two with an 11-17 ERA. I know Tony called Yikes. it. I know
1: Tony called it yesterday, but it's my turn to step up to the plate. Streak st- tonight. I'll
0: stick with Tampa.
1: Mm, I'm giving the Js. You
0: think 13 just happened as one of those numerical yep. things? That's it. Yep. Yeah, Well, and at Toronto, that's a tough place to play. Rasmussen's so good, I'm going to stick with the Rays tonight.
1: By the way, did you see Toronto's first home game? They unveiled the Canada flag and all that because they hadn't played at home in forever? I didn't see that. It was cool.
0: Nice to see them back home. Detroit, I guess. Toronto? Oh, back home from COVID. Yeah, because they had played over here for the last, what, two, three years? Uh, They lost last night. By the way, in that game, Javi Baez, former Cub, world champion, former Met former – well, current Tiger. Doubled to uh, lead off the second inning with one out. Next batter hit a line drive to center field. No no chance it was going to fall. No chance it wasn't going to be caught. And Javi Baez was rounding third and heading for home. (laughs) They threw behind him, obviously. Double play. Inning ends. He goes out to his spot shortstop for the bottom of the second – When he comes in for the top of the third, he is sent to the clubhouse by manager A.J. Hinch, who said after the game he was sending a message to his team that this kind of stuff will not be uh, done in Detroit. Detroit's not going to win a whole lot of games. It's not a good team. Uh, But when your all-star, when your leader does something like that, I like what A.J. Hinch did here. He sent a message saying, hey, you don't know how many outs there are. Are you kidding me? That's not how you play baseball. It's not how a professional does it. Uh, I don't know. Baez did not look happy as he headed to the tunnel. But of course, you don't see anything after that. Um, did you hear his excuse? I, there is none. No, he had one. theres There can't be one. He said,
1: so he was batting sixth last night. Instead of fifth. Instead of fifth. So he was under the assumption that he was the second batter in the inning. And it's like, dude, you let off the inning. What do you mean you thought you were the second batter in the inning? His
0: head just wasn't in it, clearly. I think he was the second batter in the inning. No, you said it was a leadoff double. I think he was the second. I think there was one out. He doubled, and the next guy hit a line drive, and he got doubled off. Maybe it was the third. Maybe he thought he was the third. Well, whatever he thought, there was wrong. There's no excuse. <laughs> there's a there. I don't know if you know, there's a giant scoreboard out there. <laughs> It shows how many outs there are that you can look at any time you want to. Is that a new feature? You can ask the umpire, <laughs> hey, is there one or two outs? And he's going to tell you. Well, no, if you're on second base. Well, yeah, I guess second there's base an umpire. umpire. Yeah. Absolutely. I love it. I, look, I'm a Cub fan. Huge Cub fan. 2016 was great. Hobby Baez was the shortstop. They won it all. The next season or two seasons later, Cubs were out of it. They trade him to the Mets who are making a run at the pennant, didn't work out for the Mets. He played well in New York that minimal amount of time. And in the offseason, the rumor was he's going to re-sign with the Cubs. I was not happy. (laughs) Not a bias guy? No. If you throw this guy any kind of a breaking ball, he's going to (laughs) swing. And it's going to be a foot outside. I don't know why anybody ever throws him a fastball, ever. He's not going to walk, and he's going to swing at anything. So when he signed with Detroit, it was one of the happiest days of my Cub life. But uh, Detroit beats Toronto last night, three to one on that one. Uh, Baltimore eight, Oakland seven. Adley Rutschman hit a walk off homer in the bottom of the ninth. He was asked after the game, uh, "When's the last time you hit a walk off home run?" Never. High school? Uh, you know, you, uh, league ball? Anything? Nope. First one ever. That is so surprising. So he's had a, he has had a few Budweisers overnight, I think.
1: Oh, and he, he's he been in the spotlight for a long time as a player that's up and coming, yes, so absolutely. for him to never have one, that's
0: he's wild. He's one of the best catchers in the league. Oh, yeah. One of the best hitting oh, catchers yeah. in the
1: league. Absolutely.
0: Uh, the Reds get a win last night, 6-2 over Philadelphia. Yay, Reds. Woo-hoo. They hung on to a lead. How about that? Bottom of the ninth, top of the ninth, I'm sorry, they are in Cincinnati. Top of the ninth, Philly leadoff hitter walks, and I went, here we go again. <laughs> I really, I would, here we every Reds fan. Ed, I'm sure you're listening. Every Reds fan went, here we go again. But they got out of it. Six two was the win for the uh, Reds. They are, uh, I want to say five and eight now. You can check me on that. But in any event, they've got seven one run losses. They got swept by the Braves over the weekend. Over the during the week, all three games one run games. But a went over Philadelphia last night. I didn't pick them to go to the playoffs, but I'm telling you it wouldn't surprise me. Five
1: and seven, John.
0: Give us some Five clue. and seven. Six games uh, are one-run games, I think. Six losses. I'll check that during the break. Uh, Minnesota beat the Yankees 11-2. to The Twins got a nine spot in the first inning. That was incredible. The Twins, who have been Yankee puppets for years and years and years. I mean, the, the Twins' record against the Yankees is the worst record by far. Of any team against another team in the last ten years, it's not even close. But to, for them to put a nine spot up in the top of the first before the Yankees came to bat, it was great. I watched almost the whole game just because I love watching the Yankees lose.
1: Eduardo Julian, who recently recently got called up for the Twins, was only his second game playing. Him he and off. him and Carlos Correa had
0: two hits in the first inning. He let off with a single and then he had a homer his second time up. Yeah. They had three straight homers uh, to get to nine. It was uh, incredible. Pittsburgh shutout St. Louis five nothing. Cardinals just—they don't show me anything. They don't show me any emotion. If Goldschmidt and Arenado aren't hitting the ball, they're not hitting the ball. Yeah. This Jordan Walker's a nice young player. They got Contreras a catcher now. His hit streak got
1: snapped last night. Former Walkers. Cubs.
0: Did it? Yep. He was at twelve games. Uh, yeah. I career. Think, and he's he's under twenty, I think. If yeah. I'm not mistaken. Uh. Terrific looking young player, but if those two guys in the middle of the lineup don't do it, it does. nobody's doing it. Uh, it looks like it could be a long year in St. Louis. The Pirates, by the way, eighth win in uh, eight, eight and five now. It's impressive. Yeah, Milwaukee beat San Diego late last night, four uh, three, in ten innings. Tonight the Reds back at home, six forty against Philadelphia. Taiwan Walker goes for the Phillies. Connor Overton. For the Reds, he's 0-0 with a 10-13 ERA. Woof. Well, you look at all these ERAs for these starters. Runs are up a run and a half a game this year. Now, I think a lot of it is the rules. Obviously, there's no shift, which means a lot of these balls that a guy like Anthony Rizzo hits that are ground outs to short right field are now base hits. So, runs are up a run and a half a game. Stolen bases are way up. In fact... I heard this last night. The first 78 attempts to steal third base this year were successful. The 79th attempt, the guy got caught stealing. That's stealing third base. It's apparently easier to steal third than it is to steal second. And part of that is no shift. So you don't have a guy standing directly behind second base And the the base runner has to stay closer. When they put these rules into effect, I'm sure they thought we're going to have more stolen bases first to second. I'm not sure they planned on the second to third stolen base. But it has become a big part. If there's one out in an inning, and you're on second base, and you got speed, you're going. Because you're going to try to get to third with less than two outs. And that is consistently what's been happening in uh, the major leagues. Because of these new rules. I love the rules. The bases are bigger. Okay, great. No shift. I love that. I love it. And the pitch clock has been glorious. Glorious. And these guys have adjusted. You rarely see a strike called on a batter who wasn't ready. You rarely see a ball called on a pitcher who doesn't get the pitch off in time. You just don't see it. Because guys will adjust. And instead of adjusting their cup and their batting gloves and their helmet and their eye black and their wristbands, they're adjusting by getting back into the box. And the games are thirty minutes quicker, which is great. Um, you know, a one nothing game now can go two hours, but a nine to three game still goes under three hours. Yeah. And I think that's that's been fantastic for the game. the The only problem I have is I've got the entire package there. I have trouble getting up and going to the bathroom. <laughs> I don't have time. I, I'm going to go get a soda. I don't have time. I'm going to miss a couple of pitches here. There was a time when you could go get a soda and not miss a pitch. Oh, yeah. Like, and that that time was last year. You could go get a soda, fix yourself a sandwich, come down, and the same guy would still be batting. Yeah. And it's not that way anymore, and I think it's great. By
1: the way, quickly back to that Yankees-Minnesota game. Yep. I, I just saw this stat. At 7.04 p.m., Johnny Burrito... <laughs> Who was the starting pitcher for New York? Poor Brito. His got, ERA yeah. on the season was 0.90 At seven thirty two starts at seven thirty four p.m. Thirty minutes later, his season ERA is now six point
0: seven five. He didn't make it through the first inning. Went up almost six six runs. He got two outs, uh, and then the home run by the eight the nine hitter. Who hit two of them, by the way, Michael Taylor. Michael Taylor chased him and made it seven nothing. They bring the reliever in. And then your guy, the rookie, hits a home run. And then Correa hits a home run. And uh, it's 9 nothing. and I'm just smiling. <laughs> I'm a Rizzo fan because I'm a Cub Cub guy. He had two of the three hits, including a home run Wow, for the Yankees. It was an uh, unimpressive display by the Bronx Bombers. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. I want to talk to Scooter about the Cavender Twins. Oh, boy. I know we visited it the other day. We are going to revisit it. And also, NBA odds who's going to win the playoff. I'm going to tell you who I think is going to win the title, and I'm going to try to get Scooter to tell you who he thinks is going to win the title. We'll do that after the break. As we finish up on this Friday, Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on The Big Act. Sports presenter M&M John Spears, in studio. Final segment on this Friday. The weekend is here. What do you got going this weekend? Scoot? Uh, I've got a whole bunch of nothing
1: going. Although I uh, got T-ball. I lied. Taxes are due tomorrow, so I've got a. I've got an appointment with a tax
0: specialist. Those are fun. On the last day of the year. Mine was, the last actually, day. Mine was actually fun this year because we got some money back. See, I, so that I, was fun.
1: I typically do get money back, and I typically do my own stat, my own taxes as well. But I've gotten, they've just gotten so confusing with all the different things that I do around the area.
0: I just feel like it's better if You're I do You're a Swiss Army knife. I am. Eminem Cardi Jaw Lines open 384 1450. 384 1450 is the number to dial. The uh, Thornton's Text line open as well. Get your text into the show 502 414 1450. All right, Cavender Twins. I got to talk about them. The Miami Hurricane former. Women's team players who decided to give up basketball, retire from the game, because they're making a lot of money. Did you see what they're going to do now? Uh, Yeah, WWE. WWE wrestlers. They were on the Today Show yesterday. Uh, I was going to bring it up, but Tony was here, and he doesn't care. (laughs) So I was going to bring it up yesterday. They were on the Today Show yesterday morning and announced an, an alliance with WWE. Will they be a tag team? Will they be... Opponents of each other. What, no. what do you what do you see out of the? And maybe Trevor's the guy to ask this stuff. It, but what do you see out of the Cavender twins? I know wrestling pretty well too. D- they're going to be tag team for sure. There's already, or
1: I guess they're not in it anymore. But how the, but much you, money is in this for them? You, WWE's
0: big. I know it's big entertainment. I'm saying to give up basketball. Yeah. A, you're making money in other spots, like you talked about mm-hmm. earlier in the week, but. WWE does, doesn't just hand out free contracts. No.
1: Well, I mean, if you got someone like the Cavender Twins that already have that following, it just makes sense. And for okay. them, it makes sense as well because they probably saw the writing on the wall like, hey, we're, we're not going
0: to be in the WNBA.
1: As cool as that would sound.
0: Okay. As cool as that would be. Are they big enough to be impact female wrestlers? Because I've yeah. seen some of these wrestlers. See, with, They are put together now.
1: With wrestling, though, it's not necessarily about size. It's about... It's about how you construct yourself and your promos and all that. The way you carry yourself and your attitude is more important for that Will WWE. you watch
0: the WWE because the Cavendish No, team. absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. Will some people watch the WWE oh, for sure. because of the Cavendish For sure. Fans?
1: Yeah, they're, really? they're, just, they're not at my alley. But, yeah, I mean, if you're into that sort of thing and you think you find them attractive, yeah, absolutely. I don't mm-hmm. see why not. Okay.
0: I had to get your opinion because I'm 59. I'm too old to even know about this stuff. Yeah. And you I, won't I watch just it. happen to run across, no, I don't watch it anyway, yeah. but I just happened to run across the fact that they were on the today show yesterday announcing this. Like it's a, I mean, it's not a local TV show. They're on a national TV show announcing yeah. this. So I guess that's a big deal. There have been
1: really successful twins in WWE in the past. So really? I think, I think it might work.
0: Undertaker didn't have a twin. And
1: Bella twins.
0: Undertaker didn't have a
1: twin. They he had, had a, br- he had a brother though. Kane. They were brothers?
0: <laughs> no, but that was always the storyline. that.
1: That was the storyline. They were brothers. <laughs> oh, man.
0: I love The Undertaker. Same. I didn't like a whole lot. Of, you know, Triple H, okay. The Rock and Steve Austin, all that. It's all fun. Yeah. I love The Undertaker.
1: That was the, that was the no best. No nonsense,
0: dude. That was the best era of wrestling. It'll never be topped. All right. Josh Harris is uh, the leader of a group that's going to buy the Washington Commanders away from Daniel Snyder. This is a good thing for the NFL. Dan Snyder. By the way, bought the Washington Redskins at the time in 1999 for $800 million. Sheesh. He is selling the Washington Commanders to the Josh Harris Group for $6.05 billion. My gosh, what a come up. That is the largest sum. And the most recent team that was sold, I think, was Denver, the Broncos, and that was under $5 billion. So to get $6.05 billion... For this team, incredible. Josh Harris, of course, also owns or co-owns the New Jersey Devils, Philadelphia 76ers, and part of Crystal Palace FC in the Premier League. That's a weird mix of teams, though. So he's got a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, His net worth was five point something billion, so he's paying more than his own net worth, or at least his group is, paying more than his own net worth for the Commanders. Taking a chance on himself. Uh, and the and the league has got to be ecstatic because the Dan Snyder headache goes away. It goes away. Uh, I, I personally didn't think he'd ever sell. I thought he was Al Davis. He was just going <laughs> to stick it to the NFL. He was just never going to sell and screw you guys. I'm the owner. You're going to have to deal with it. But uh, I guess $6 billion will change your mind. Yeah, it should. All right. The uh, NFL draft is 13 days away. Did you know that? I didn't. The uh, Kentucky Derby is 22 days away. Did you know that? I did know that, yeah. 13 days till the NFL draft. I don't know what Baltimore is going to do with Lamar Jackson. I got a feeling they're not going to do anything. He He's going to be there. They're right? going to wait and see what happens on draft day, and then they're going to find a spot.
1: For him. I disagree. They went out and signed OBJ. OBJ does not go to Baltimore without a guarantee. He said is he has
0: be. no guarantee. Really? From Lamar or, or the Ravens that Lamar will be the
1: quarterback. I just can't see him taking that chance he if Brian or money. Tyler Huntley is the quarterback.
0: Him He's OBJ. Yeah. They offered him more money than anybody else. It really, to me, is that simple. How much can I get? The guy has had two ACLs. He hasn't played in over a year. I think Baltimore taking a big chance here. And I think OBJ is taking a big chance here because, as you mentioned, what do you do if you go out there on the first Sunday of the of, the, of the season and Tyler Hunley's your quarterback? Yikes. He'll be complaining before the first snap. <laughs> Uh, but the draft, 13 days away, we'll get into more of that over the next couple of weeks. you get into the draft Try at to, all? I do. I got a draft story. When I got married back in the summer, back in the spring, excuse me, of 1988, <laughs> I was in Honolulu uh, on my honeymoon watching the draft at 6 a.m. Honolulu time. It was noon. On the TV or was it in the TV? No, I was watching it on the TV and my wife said, this is what I got to deal with. And I said, yeah, you married it. (laughs) I got to watch this draft. She's been regretting it ever since. Well, you know, sometimes. They all do. (laughs) They all regret it. They they, But, you know, they uh, somehow get through. All right, let's go to the NBA. Tomorrow, full slate of games starting at 1 o'clock. Let's start an E-Scooter. Number three, Philadelphia, and number six, Brooklyn. Uh... Philadelphia's at home in an eight and a half point favorite in game one here. Do we give the Nets any semblance of hope here? They've Zero. actually played pretty well. No. I don't give them any hope. Uh Philadelphia, by the way, is plus nine fifty to win it all. The Nets are the second have the second lowest number on the board right now. Actually tied for the lowest number, four hundred to one to win it all. So no hope. No, no hope. Uh, that's ESPN, 1 o'clock, followed by, on ESPN, Atlanta and Boston. The Hawks are 150-1. to 1. The Celtics are the second choice at plus 325. Boston is a nine-point favorite at home. The Celtics seem to me like a team that plays great on the road, and they play okay at home. They play well enough to lose some games at home. They play well enough to keep games close at home. They play great on the road, and they struggle at home. Can Atlanta steal Game One tomorrow? No shot, man. You are pretty definitive here. Oh, I when it comes to the Sixers and the Celtics, I, yeah, absolutely. Right. Uh New York and Cleveland will play at six o'clock on ESPN. A five-four matchup here. I love this matchup. Cleveland is a five and a half point favorite in Game One. The Cavaliers are thirty to one. The uh, Knicks are eighty to one to win it all. Um, I've said this all year. Cleveland's my sleeper. I'm going to stick with it. I, I find it very difficult to see them beating uh, the Bucks in round two. And the, I think they can beat the Knicks, but I don't think they can beat the Bucks in round two and then the Celtics or Sixers in round three. It is a tough, tough road to hoe there. But I'm going to stick with Cleveland. I like this team. I like their inside play with Mobley and uh, uh, Jared Allen. I love Donovan Mitchell. I love uh, the other guard. Uh, Garland, Darius Garland, they got they got some guys to play. And keep in mind, they won more games by double digits. I know I'll keep bringing this up, and it probably doesn't mean a lot. They br- they won more games by double digits than anybody in the league this year. Cleveland, when they play well, they're a really good team. Time to ruffle some feathers. Give me the Knicks. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I knew he'd screw something up. <laughs> you like uh, the Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett? Who else have we got? I, I realistically, I like Cleveland in that season. Jalen but... Brunson yeah, Nick's got a good team. Nick's got a good team and they had a good run there for a little while in the middle of the season, but, uh, they've gone South here lately. They got to find that magic again. Is that what it is? 830 tomorrow, ABC. David talked about this earlier. We love the Warriors. Mm-hmm. We don't watch the Kings and we don't watch the Grizzlies and we don't turn on the TV for the Nuggets. The man, when the Warriors are on, we're going to watch. So that game's on ABC tomorrow night. Warriors at Sacramento. Pick them in game one. Warriors are 8-1 to one to win it all. Sacramento, even though they're the three seed here, are 40-1 to one to win it all. Yeesh. You put a little bit on Sacramento because they're the three seed? No. To I win just, it all, I mean. No. Just a little bit. I just think they have too much in their way. I don't know that they beat Phoenix or Denver. Well, they got to be Golden State first. And Golden State, yeah. Golden State's defending champs, even though they're the sixth seed. Remember, Curry was out for a while. It took a while for Klay Thompson to get back where he was. Draymond Green, who I can't stand, is, uh, is, you know, he's polarizing. He's the guy that sometimes makes them better. Sometimes he stirs it up too much and makes them worse. But when he makes them better, they're a lot better, and they're getting Andrew Wiggins back. I don't know what his role's going to be here. Be interested to see tomorrow night how much he plays and what his role is. He's been gone for a while, uh, mm-hmm. dealing with a personal issue with his dad, but uh, he is back for the playoffs. And if he plays well, it's a good Golden State team. It's a good Golden State team. How about the Warriors at eight to one as a second choice in the West? It's pretty wild. But when you got Steph Curry, it doesn't really surprise me. Denver's ten to one. Number one seed, ten to one. Does the does the? Let me ask you this: before you give me your champion, does the champion come out of the East, no matter what? In my opinion, yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel that way too. Uh, Sunday, three o'clock. Lakers in Memphis. Memphis is a three and a half point favorite. We talked about this earlier. This is the anomaly. The Lakers are fourteen to one to win it all. The Grizzlies, two seed, are eighteen to one to win it all. It makes absolutely no sense other than people want to bet on the Lakers. People want to bet on the Cowboys. People want to bet on the Yankees. And that's why their odds are never very good. Oh, and it makes it even weirder that the Grizzlies are favored in this series. They're favored in the series. They're three-and-a-half-point favorites in Game 1 here. Yet they're a longer shot on the board than the Lakers. Who you like in this series? I like Memphis. A ja i jammer. tell you what the Lakers do. That they didn't do early in the year is they play defense. Mm-hmm. Uh they did it in that fourth quarter in overtime against Minnesota the other night. They're gonna play defense. Grizzlies, Grizzlies want to outscore you. They don't want to win games 102 to 99. They want to win games 128 to 124. And I don't know if the Lakers are gonna let them do that. That's an interesting series. Uh I'm gonna take Memphis, but I think it goes the distance. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Five-seed Clippers, four-seed Phoenix Suns. Phoenix is a seven-point favorite. Again, the problem here is Paul George, if he even plays, is not going to be near 100%. I think the Clippers are a good team, but they're going against a team with Kevin Durant. Now, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, that team can be a juggernaut. And they are the favorites to come out of the Western Conference at plus 425. Vegas knows, I say it all the time. Vegas knows what's going on here. Uh and if Durant's healthy and apparently he is ever since he had that miscue in the layup line where he turned his mm-hmm. turned his ankle uh but he's played he played the last couple of regular season games there that that they needed to win uh and he's he's the difference maker. Suns and Five. Suns easily hear you are saying. Oh yeah. Yeah, the Clippers are hurting. Uh Kawhi's great but if if Paul George isn't Paul George, and he's not going to be. They're in big trouble. All right, Denver is waiting on – these games are going to be Sunday as well. Denver is waiting on the winner of Oklahoma City-Minnesota, regardless of who that is, Scoots. Oklahoma City, by the way, 400-1. to They are tied with the Bulls and the Nets with the longest shot on the board. Denver is 10-1. to All right, Nikola Jokic, prove it again. He's proven it in the regular season a few times. He hasn't proven it in the playoffs. Is Denver vulnerable in this first-round series? And if not, would they be then vulnerable against Phoenix, which would be a great second-round series? Definitely vulnerable against Phoenix. First round, I think they get through pretty easily. Yeah, I do too. It's just too much to ask for either Oklahoma City or Minnesota yep. to uh, knock off Denver four times. The Bucks in the East are awaiting the winner of Chicago and Miami. I think regardless of who that is, that's a sweep. I think the Bucks who are favored to win it all at plus 275. I think um, they're just too good. Middleton is now healthy again. True Holiday and Giannis, that's a three-headed monster. Throw in Brooke Lopez, Grayson Allen, guys like that. Um, divincenzo that's a really good Milwaukee Bucks team. Do you uh, have any aspirations that the Bulls or Miami could even win one game against Milwaukee? Uh, Maybe one. I don't give them much more than that. All right, who wins the West? Uh, Phoenix. Oh, you chalky guy. I'm going to go with Denver. I'm going to take the one seed, and I'm going to say, look, they're the one seed. They're going to have home court. They're going to play well on their home court. Phoenix, to me, is the danger. Phoenix is probably the more talented team. But with Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray added to, uh, to uh, Jokic, I like them. I'll take the Celtics in the East, who you got? I got Celtics, too. I'll take Celtics to win it all? I'll take Celtics to win it all. There you go. You (laughs) heard it here. Bet the other way. (laughs) Thanks for listening. See you Monday. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cardinals on The Big A.